Hi again, Gary Zacharias here with the Apologist Bookshelf. I have now completed 100 podcasts. I started this uh, about a year ago, and I thought this would be a good spot to stop and reflect and think about what has struck me about apologetics as I've gone through some of these books and shared them with you. And I think the first thing that comes to mind uh, is just the wide variety of apologetics issues that you're welcome to dive into. You know, there's something for everyone there. If you're interested in science, for example, I've covered books on astronomy and physics and biology and archaeology, among others. So if you're a science-oriented person, plenty of good books out there dealing with Christianity and science. What about dealing with social issues? Oh, there are so many good books out there talking about social justice or what's going on in our culture today or the idea of tolerance and how um, relativism affects us and things to do with the body and sex, gender issues, transgenderism, uh, truth. Is there such a thing as truth? So if you are interested in and concerned about the social issues in Christianity, plenty to dig into there. Theology. A lot of good uh, things are being written these days about other religions and sometimes these new religions that have come on. Some of them are pretty bizarre, but uh, they're all a challenge to Christianity. We need to know some of that, especially if we have neighbors who may not share our religious beliefs. Certainly a lot of good books uh, dealing with the Bible, both the Old Testament and the New Testament. How reliable are they? Can we trust them? Are they written by eyewitnesses? We've got books on environmentalism and Christianity. A lot of people think Christianity is bad for the environment. Not true. We have books on decision-making, books on death. They're, they're writing some really good books on the problem of evil. In other words, you've got a God who's supposed to be good, but you look around, you see so much evil, so many problems of suffering and uh, death and disease and things like that. How can there be a good God when there's so much evil? And people are wrestling with that, and there's some good books coming out about that. We have books, apologetics books, on raising kids. Uh, I even covered one book that dealt with UFOs. So if that's of interest to you, uh, Christians get into some pretty interesting things there. How about spiritual conversations, how to get them started, how to keep them going, and how to have them go someplace useful? There are good Christian books on critical thinking. That seems to be kind of tossed out the window. We don't have thinkers much in general these days, and especially critical thinkers. So these are just some of the areas I've covered in my 100 podcasts, uh, some of the books I've pulled off my shelf. And, of course, mine uh, is just a small number of what's really out there. So there's something for everyone. And I would just encourage you to whether it's a, watching a YouTube or reading one of these books I mentioned or uh, finding some articles, there is so much out there that you already enjoy and you can tie it into your Christianity. Here's a second thought that I had. When I was younger and was talking about Christianity and looking at apologetics material, it seemed to be the main thrust, the, the main uh, criticism of Christianity was that they got it wrong. In other words, there was no Jesus, or there was a Jesus, but he got turned into a myth, or, well, the New Testament's nice, but it's pretty archaic, and uh, it wasn't written by the eyewitnesses. Come on, it was written by a bunch of people years later. We don't even know who they were. So a lot of people were 
criticizing Christianity for getting facts wrong, for getting their history wrong, for getting their science wrong, and things like that. But things have switched around. Now, it's not that Christianity is wrong, it's that Christianity is bad. Christianity is bad. It's immoral uh, in areas like environmentalism or like social justice or the idea of sex, and we can go on and on and on. So these are things we need to deal with. We should be listening, hearing what people have to say, and then having some good answers. And there are plenty of books that have good answers. Christianity is not bad. In fact, we want what's best for the human race, and Christianity would allow the human race to flourish. It's, it's following the uh, manual, right? Just like you get a manual when you buy a product. This is the manual for how the body should function, for how the mind should function. So Christianity is not bad. So that's item number two. Just be ready for this. This is, uh, seems to be a growing area that people are criticizing Christianity for. Here's a third area, and, and frankly, I wish I had better answers for this, and I wish there were better answers among the books I'm looking at. It's the problem of apathy. Frankly, many people don't care. I mean, you could talk to them about all the science that points toward Christianity. You could talk about the reliability of the New Testament. You could talk about the problems other religions have compared to Christianity, that Christianity is the closest match for the way the world really is. And what are you going to hear? Crickets, dead silence, rolling of eyeballs, smacking of lips, uh, change of conversation. A lot of people simply don't care. And I think what we have to do is suggest if Christianity was correct, if Christianity was right, here are the wonderful things that would come about. And if that's the case, doesn't it make sense at least to check on Christianity? Because if, of course that's a big if, but if Christianity was true, it would do a lot of wonderful things. So there may be some ways around this apathy issue, but I'd just like you to consider that. And if you find some books or articles, uh, boy, dig into them because we have so much apathy around us these days. And yet Christianity offers the best solution. I think probably one answer to apathy, too, is to talk to people who are apathetic and say, all right, so maybe right now you don't see the need, but guess what? Your life is going to change. I don't want to be a, a person harping on the negative, but everybody gets problems. Everybody gets crushed. Everybody has dreams that don't get fulfilled. And Christianity is there to provide for you during these tough times. Anyway, so a problem of apathy is something we need to deal with. Here's number four, fourth thing that struck me. The value of apologetics, of course we want to interact with people that don't believe, and of course we want to answer questions of the curious and uh, the skeptics, but I think the number one value of apologetics is for Christians. It gives them confidence. Uh, we have an apologetics class, and we've asked the people in the class on more than one occasion, what are you taking from our class? What, what, how is it changing you? And the number one answer was always confidence. I remember one uh, lady said, you know, I'm a pretty shy person. And I'm not ready yet to interact with others, but I know now that when I take that step, it'll be a step with confidence because I believe that what I'm sharing is true. It's not just how I feel. It's not just how I was raised. It's not just what the pastor told me, but I really believe in the truth of Christianity. We trust it because it's true, not because it does nice things for us. So 
the value of apologetics for you as a believer, as somebody considering Christianity, it'll give you confidence in the truth of Christianity, not just explaining what Christianity is, but why we think it's the right way to live and why it has the truth and why Jesus is who he claimed to be. Here's the fifth thing that struck me uh, as I look back at these 100 podcasts. No surprise here, but the world is a pretty dark place, isn't it? And we need to be light. And what's going to happen, unfortunately, is uh, as this world is starting to dive off the, uh, the, the, go off the road here, as it starts losing its balance, as it embraces uh, stranger and stranger ideas, as it becomes more unreal, we have to be there and be ready and pick up the pieces and offer alternatives in Christianity. Because these other ideas, people rush into them, and they're so excited. Oh, this is something new. This is going to bring utopia on earth. And then we watch it crash and burn. We say, no, 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 no. But we have the answers. And we need to be ready because this is dark and it's getting darker out there as people embrace irrational thoughts. Here's a sixth thought that I had. As you look around at the books and uh, the YouTube audio and, and podcasts, as you as you look at what all people are producing, look at online sources. This is the golden age for apologetics. I am so grateful to be alive now. 50 years ago or 100 years ago, it was an uphill struggle. But just as an example, in the areas of science, let's say, just the area of science, 50, 75 years ago, people said, well, we don't really need Christianity. Maybe we think the universe has always been here. The cell is pretty simple. It's it's pretty easy to imagine that it just came into existence as chemicals sloshed into each other. But we're discovering now it's a finely tuned universe. We're, we're discovering there was a start to the universe. So even things like science at one time seen as an enemy is actually coming much closer to the idea of God. In fact, Stephen Meyer has a book, The Return of the God Hypothesis. So this is a great time to be alive. Answers are out there. Much is being uh, written in the areas of uh, like archaeology and astronomy and physics that say belief in a God is not crazy. It's not irrational. It's not old-fashioned. It's up-to-date. It's on, in the, on the cutting edge of things. Here's a seventh idea that I, I thought of as I was contemplating these podcasts. There are a lot of wonderful places to go for information but uh, and these books, of course, are, are great. But let me just share with you uh, just a few of my favorite websites. One is Apologetics 315. Another is Equip.org. STR.org. That's Stand to Reason. Cold Case Christianity. Oh, I love that one. That's uh, Jim Wallace. Got Questions. That's another good one. And uh, feel free to go to my site. I have one, uh, Apologetics for Life. That's all one word, apologeticsforlife.org. And uh, I've got a lot of material there for you. You can watch videos or listen or whatever you want to do. And then the last thing that I thought of, I've, I've mentioned this before, but I'd like to bring it up again one last time. And that is that you might consider getting a certificate in apologetics. It's a free certificate program that an organization that I started called San Diego County Apologetics Network, SDCAN. It's a certificate that's free. It'll give you a solid foundation in defending your faith. I mean, God tells us we're supposed to have answers for people who ask. It's a way to build confidence. 
It's a way for you to get out and maybe do a Sunday school class and, and help others discover the truth of Christianity. It'll connect you with some maybe new resources you, you weren't aware of. It's a way to demonstrate that Christians can think. Isn't that a novel idea? It can change society. If we get enough people out there talking, I mean, think about the disciples. They turned the Roman Empire on its head. And then, of course, most importantly, why bother with certificate and apologetics? It could, you could use this to be, introduce people to Christ. Wouldn't that be nice? So what it is, and again, I won't take too much time, but you listen to audio lectures or you read articles or you watch some videos and you just answer some questions about what you learn. Um, it might take 15 to 20 hours total and uh, you get a book that you can look at and you get a wonderful certificate as a result if you complete the program. Just to give you an idea of some of the topics, uh, things on the existence of God, tactics involved with apologetics, the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, reliability of the Gospels, looking at uh, major other religions, the connection between science and Christianity, uh, the, the social issues that I mentioned before like tolerance, uh, same-sex marriage, and then questions that people say, well, what about uh, people who never heard of Jesus? And do all roads lead to God? And what about the soul? How can you argue for the existence of the soul if you can't see it? So please contact me if there's something that uh, I can help you with here or get you involved in this program. So it's gary.zacharias, gary.zacharias at gmail.com. And I'd be glad to send you any material or uh, answer any questions that you might have. But thank you so much for letting me share this with you. So this was after my 100 podcast, so um, I'm anxious to start in on the next 100. My plan is to look and see if maybe there's some other books that I can mention, but then I want to go back to the 100 that I've covered, but just look at different chapters because I just scratched the surface. I just did maybe a small chapter out of a nice big book, and there's so many good things there for us to look at. So thank you so much for your time and uh, have a great rest of your day and talk to you soon.